This is Damon Udicek, and this is the Ideal Money Life Podcast. This is my journey to build a business from zero to $1 million in 12 months. I'm going to experience a lot in the next 12 months. I'm super excited about the journey. I can't wait to share my failures, my successes, and everything in between. All right, let's do this. Good morning. This is Damon, and it is the start of a new week. Uh, This is going to be a really short week for me as I'm taking a little bit of time off, and uh, it is a welcome break. been running really hard. Um, however, uh, this will give me the opportunity to relax some and get a chance to unwind and decompress and all that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I read a, a post on Facebook last night from my, my good friend Sam Flores, and it basically talked about spreading kindness to others. And uh, he made some comment, and I don't have it directly in front of me, but the one thing that he talked about with that was that that kindness that's spread to others ends up sprinkling back on ourselves. And so we're enriched by spreading that kindness. And that's, I bring that up because that's, that's a, a, I've had a similar feeling that gratitude does a does something along those lines as well with us, and that when we're gratitude grateful, it puts us in a better place, and it also enables us to. Um, to recognize what we actually have. And so there's a lot of power and gratitude. Um, I ended up uh, finishing up two blog posts yesterday evening and uh, for various reasons, I felt like it wasn't time to release the first one. So like, okay, well then now I need to write another one. So I wrote another one. And um, so that that, uh, took a certain amount of time. Um, which is good. I, I just scheduled the other post to be uh, posted later next month. Um, one of the things that I've got um, a chance to test, and we'll see how this works out next month, is I've got a software tool that will create a bunch of titles for podcasts. So, um, I'll be looking to do that. However, I think, not podcast, but blog post. And I think what's going to be good about that is I'll I'll give me a little bit of focus with that. um, With at least scheduling out post. And if I know, okay, that's what I'm going to write about. It can get my brain juices moving around and thinking about different things. So that's some stuff. I got the book Traction yesterday. And so traction will, um, I'm going to use that to schedule out, um, it's going to be the next two months of work because 
it's kind of set up so that you want to be on a full year operating system. Um, and then it breaks it down further by what you're going to do each month or not each month, but each quarter. And then that, at that point, you break it down into week, weekly objectives or whatever they call it. I'll, I'll be sure to know that a little bit further when, um, as I go through that, that book. Uh, so that's one of the things I'm going to do as part of my, my time off is just set the stage for the next two months. Um, one of the things that'll be really good is that, um, in September through my mastermind coaching program, I've got, I'll have a two days to really focus on setting the direction for the next uh, for the final quarter of 20, 2019. Wow, it's amazing that we're going in that. Um, and I'll be able to get feedback uh, from a number of other people in that program. I have always kind of been of the, of the opinion that um, posting um, just general comments on Facebook, I, I don't know how valuable it is. I That's what I've heard is there's a lot of value in doing Facebook lives and also doing um, uh, what do you call that um, advertising on Facebook a lot of people are doing a lot of advertising on Facebook uh, which is where Facebook makes it all all its money uh, one of the things that's been um, interesting to realize over the last uh, number of while is that you know, our, our big search engines with Google and all the other search engines being, um, and then also Amazon, you could say as a search engine, although it is really a purchasing website and Facebook, um, there all really are tools for advertising, you know, and I can't tell you how many times I look at Facebook now and it's just ad, 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 ad. And uh, that's, you know, the way it goes. Um, uh, but we're, you know, that's, 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 that's what we have. And it's, um, let me tell you about this, this time off that I'm going to have. We're, we're taking the RV and we're going to, to spend some time. And Asheboro, which is um, home of North Carolina Zoo, and I believe the North Carolina Zoo is one of the largest zoos in at least the U.S. And when I say large, I say large from a geographical standpoint, um, which I think is probably good for the animals. Um, some people would say it's better to have the animals free, you know, but... There we have it. And I've been there a number of times, and it seems like every time I go, it's like right smack dab in the middle of summer. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know if I'm going to go to the zoo um, while everyone else goes. I Well, I probably will go, um, particularly because Zoe's two right now, and just seeing her react to all the animals would probably just make my day. 
I found out uh, that uh, my favorite podcaster, who is actually a comedian, and he was one of the original podcasters, Mark Marin, is going to be in, in Raleigh doing a couple comedy shows. Uh, his podcast is WTF, and I've listened to you know, many, many of his episodes, and I just loved listening to his podcast. So um, I'm contemplating going to see his, one, of sh- one of his shows so I can just give him a thank you letter or thank you card for what his, sh- what his podcast has, has uh, meant to me because there's just been so many times where he's had amazing guests on and um, then he's very open about everything in his life. And um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm sure it's not the last time I'll come to Raleigh. And the ticket's only 30 bucks, so the 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 only thing is is that the sh- only shows open are at 10 a 10 p.m. That's probably if I don't go, that'll probably be the reason I don't go is because 10 o'clock is late for me. It's downtown Raleigh, and you know I may not have a choice because I wait too long. So today I've got um, a decent amount of wrap up work I've got to do before I head out. And then I have uh, head out this afternoon, and I'm looking forward to the great thing about this RV is as soon as I get down, or as soon as I start up the engine and start trout, start I just it's just like everything melts away, um, and I get a big old smile on my face, and I'm on vacation, uh, so. I'm just, uh, I'm looking forward to having some, some couple days of just spending time with my family and enjoying that time. And, um, I'll continue to do some podcasts and some writing during that time. But, uh, for the most part, it's going to be a time to decompress and enjoy some time off. I'll talk to you later. Hello, this is Damon, and it is right around 8 p.m., and I did not leave at my planned time. I was hoping to get ready to go around, be done with work about 3 today, uh, and uh, that did not happen. Uh, I had uh, a couple items that I made deadlines for, and I wanted to get those done. And as the day progressed, I wasn't getting any closer to those, um, partly because I was running some payroll and payroll tax returns. The uh, With July 31st being just around two days from now, I wanted to get all that stuff done before I went on my vacation. And so I just did not get get that far. And then I had um, two sets of tax returns that I needed, the well, while that I had planned on getting done. One I had planned on getting done on Friday, and that didn't get done on Friday. It took me until today to get it done. And then the other one will get done tomorrow morning. One of the benefits I have with waking up early every morning is 
it um, enables me to get some work done if I need to um, while I'm away. And in my on my plan on this trip here, I'm going to end up doing a little bit of work on my trip. Primarily, it's going to be related to just doing my blog post and also doing um, my podcast. Uh, there'll be I'll spend some time tomorrow adding intros and outros to each of my um, podcasts for the launch on Monday. Um, not Monday, but actually Thursday. And so that'll be something I do. So tomorrow's going to be somewhat relaxed for us. We're, we're planning on Thursday kind of being a down day, which is kind of the way I like when I go on. When I go away, I like for um, the first day to kind of be a chill day. Wednesday, we probably will be going to the North Carolina Zoo. Um, I'm praying at this point that the North Car- that it'll be a cooler day on Thursday when we go to the zoo, and then Friday we come back home. And Saturday, I'm renting my RV out, so I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a nice little bit of extra money coming into the household of the Uticheck. This morning, the uh, one thing that I was really happy about getting done was getting my um, intro and outro recorded. And it uh, did not take... That long to do. I had my um, my music purchased, and um, I used Camtasia. So essentially, I had two tracks that I had recorded. One was the music track, and then the other one was the um, the my spoken words. And I recorded the you know what I wanted to say. And then imported that in as one track. And then the other track was my music. And so um, so it worked out really well. I did some minor edits for some things that um, one of the things that's kind of nice when, you're, when you are editing audio, you can just talk and talk and talk. If you stumble over your words, that's not a problem because you can easily splice and cut that out of the audio track. And the other thing that was nice with Camtasia, which is my, um, I think I primarily bought it for, I bought it primarily to make videos. Um, but it uh, gives me the ability to edit audio as well. So the way I recorded the audio is I've got this uh, software called Screencast-O-Matic. What it does is it allows me to record my computer screen when I'm talking to people. If I want to explain something to them, that's how I use it a lot of times. And then um, I just recorded it like that. And then I imported the file into Camtasia. 
and from Camtasia, I just there's a simple button that I not a button, but a, a command that I use that split the audio from the video. I deleted the video, uh, and then that gave me one audio track. And then the um, I added my music to the second track, and it's really neat because you can uh, adjust volumes on either tracks. And so, as I listened to it, um, I would adjust the music up or down. Uh, you can also have the ability to fade music in, fade music out. Uh, and so I got done with the intros and the outros, and, you know, that was good to get done. At some point in the future, once cash flow for an Ideal Money Life allows, uh, I will probably get those edited professionally. Um, but right now, that's that's not, not in the cards for, for that. Um, and, uh, so that, that's just the way it goes. So sometimes I just have to pick up the slack on some of those minor things until, uh, I can transfer that over. And I already knew how to do this, the, the um, editing already from previous work that I did. So nothing fancy. It just, um, I would just, you know, I was just able to, uh, I'm not obviously not a pro at that, but anyway, I'm happy with it, how it turned out. Um, so we'll see if people make comments on that. Some of the, uh, so that was a big thing on the podcast. Uh, I've submitted, last Friday, I submitted in the podcast uh, to a number of major podcast distribution sites like Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, um, I've submitted to Apple Podcast, and today Stitcher listed me. Um, I think TuneIn listed me as well, and so uh, the big one being Apple Podcasts is the one I want to get it listed on, which will happen. Uh, I think I've uh, read in one of the forums that I'm involved in that it took about two to three days to get that listed. So I'm just uh, waiting on that. There's a couple other listing sites that I want to get uh, the podcast added onto, uh, and once that's done, uh, that'll just that's just a matter of time. I just need to submit it to be listed there. I think part of the reason why um, I didn't get some of the things done is uh, one, I had I picked up my computer from the computer store today, which it was, I want to say, um, about 20, 30 minutes away and then pick it up and then drive back. So that was about an hour time that um, was taken up. I had my group coaching call. One of the things I was asking him about was um, he does daily emails, which is part of my marketing plan is to have daily emails go out. Um, to my Ideal Money Life um, customers and prospects. And there's there's uh, a concept within the email marketing world that you have campaigns. Uh, and there's a lot of different names that mean the same thing. I think in my uh, market or my email marketing system, which currently is ConvertKit, but I probably will switch it over to um, click funnels, 
partly just to have everything in one place, assuming ClickFunnels does everything I need it to do. Uh, so we'll see. But in any event, um, the eventually, essentially the way I've set up my email marketing for right now has been that I did um, I've got a set campaign of a series of emails that go out uh, in order to entice, you know, just build that relationship with people. And then once I go through that initial campaign, um, the next step is to go into the daily emails. And one of the thoughts I had was to have um, basically my daily emails just be an, another campaign that people were added to. And so I was asking him about this um, because I think he said he's he's got like over a thousand daily emails, which means he's been uh, he's in his fourth year, I think, of these daily emails. And and I I, I talked to him about the the concept and he said the one thing that the one challenge you have with having a daily email sequence where you know let's say I had 300 emails that people were getting emails from um, and then you're you know so I've got basically I build up my daily emails and when I write these emails they're, they're written in an evergreen manner which means that uh, it's not really meant to be current. And so one of the points that Christian brought up to me is like, you know, Damon, you know, what you'll notice is when you get my emails that I'm talking about current events. And there's a lot of value in that because then it seems fresh and current with people. And also you can update people with your current offerings. Um, whereas, you know, so think about this for a second. So if I have my daily emails, there's seven emails going out a week. And then if you layer on the current promotions, then they're potentially getting two, three emails uh, in a day, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but if it's happening all the time, it could potentially uh, wear out the list where, you know, they don't want to hear from you, you know, and so it could cause unsubscribes. So then I thought about that a little bit further. It's like, well, what if I did this? What if I had my evergreen daily emails, which just tell basically the format for my emails, my, my, my daily emails so far has been a situation where, um, I share a little bit of a story about my life and a lesson that I learned. Uh, and uh, if you think of Aesop's fables, uh, there's the, the 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 one that I re remember the most is the was it the turtle and the rabbit or something like that, where the turtle they both get in a race and the rabbit goes off really quick and then he has to take a break and then the tortoise just goes plug plugs plugs along and then um, it ends up that because the rabbit was starting, stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping, he ended up losing the race to the turtle because the turtle just kept steady and he just, he just went out at good, his own good pace. 
And the moral of that story was slow and steady wins the race, I think. Um, And so essentially what I like to do is tell these stories and then make a point or have a lesson related to the story I'm telling. And that, that is a lesson that I learned from my speaking coach where he basically said, still tell a story, make a point. And if you don't tell a, if you tell a story without making a point, then you're wasting your listeners time. And then if you make a point, but don't tell a story, then your listeners will not remember what you're, you're, you're sharing them, the point of it. The great way to communicate with people is to tell stories. People remember stories. That's, you know, if you think about all the, the books of wisdom, use stories to illustrate points and to, to share knowledge and truths with us. Uh, and so storytelling is a super valuable skill to be able to transfer knowledge to people. However, you've got to make sure that the story has a clear point with it. What I came up with as an idea, we'll see, we'll, we'll see how this works, is essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, um, trying to think, I'm probably going to have five, um, I'm going to have five emails in my Evergreen Daily, or actually I'm going to do four in my Evergreen Dailies. And then there'll be three in my current dailies. And that way I can talk about current events, what's going on in my life. And so essentially what will end up happening is um, I'm getting a kind of the best, best of both worlds. Um, so um, that's that was what came out of that session. And then um, I, I had uh, one of my clients who I've been doing tax work with for a while. Uh, she's a realtor and, you know, successful realtor um, doesn't have a team at this point. Does I don't know if she wants a team or whatever, but we were talking about, you know, what she was doing with her business. And, um, I started sharing, you know, she talked about marketing and one of the things she, she had success with was her um, postcard mailings. And so I talked with her and asked her, well, how much, um, how much are you spending on these postcards? She says, well, every time I have a closing, I send out a bunch of postcards. And um, when we were talking, I was like, well, how much do you spend? 200 bucks. And then the question was, well, how many closings did you get from the, from that? Well, it was like typically I'll get two closings from the um, I'll get two closings from uh, the um, the mailing. And what's that worth to you? Well, eight thousand dollars. Okay, you spent two hundred bucks and you got eight hundred or eight thousand dollars from 
that those mailings. How many times do you want to do that? Was my question to her. <laughs> and it was a bit of a rhetorical question. It's like, well, I should be doing that as much as I can. And then the other thing I had mentioned to her is one of the things that happens a lot with a lot of realtors, a lot of business owners is um, marketing is not consistent. And so as we talked further, um, she was like, well, you know, beginning part of the year, uh, I wasn't having too many closings. And I was like, well, talk to me about how often you're doing your mailings. Um, and it was just when she had closing. So I was like, well, that, that, you know, what, what, what I would recommend is that you get on a consistent schedule. So you're, you're, you're sending those mailings and all that. And we talked a little bit further and, and, um, as I was talking with her, I could tell, um, that there'd be a big benefit to coaching through her consistency. And she's like, well, I've been working with this other person. And they said, you got to do this. You got to do this. And that's just not the type of person I am. And I was like, well, you don't have to be that. And she's like, well, you know, these big firms, these big teams, they do all this other stuff. They're spending. And I was like, the one thing you have to realize you as a, as a solo realtor is you can't, you can't play the game that the big boys are playing. That's not where you're going to win. You've got to play your game. And you've, you started off in real estate very, very successfully. I mean, you had a great first year. It's because you were doing things that worked. And so let's look at those things that you did that worked really well. And let's amplify those. Let's do those on a consistent basis. And let's amplify what makes you unique and and what's great about you. And we, if we're going to do marketing, let's let's do marketing that that is unique for you, that's going to make you memorable, that's not doing everything the other people are doing. And I, I shared examples of um, some other realtors I knew that spent a lot of money on marketing methods that are just super expensive and not getting a return on investment that they should be getting. She was like, wow, that's, you know, that's really cool. I was like, you know, you've got, you've got your way of, of marketing that's very effective. So let's go ahead and work on that. And I coach her through the process. We'll figure out, okay, how much money do you want to make? That's the first step. And then we have to back into, okay, let's say you want to make $300,000. All right. So in order to make $300,000, how many closings do you have to have on the buy side and the list side? And then we say, okay, well, based on that, then how many contracts do we have to have in place in order to get those closings? And then how many appointments do we have? And so basically we can back down to daily activities that we can do every week that will get us to where we can guarantee our results because we're doing, it's like when you add one and one, you get, you're always going to get two unless you do some, some fancy math. But if you do one and zero, you're not going to get two. And so um, by doing things on a very consistent basis and making sure that we're tracking and measuring our results, then, um, then, we, can ha then we can grow. And so she, it, was, it was a fun conversation. And she was all, all jazzed. I was like, 
So we're gonna we're gonna get together next month, and I'll I'll work with uh, getting her on a coaching program to coach her through performance, and you know basically a lot of here here's what a lot of things a lot of th- times people get so bogged down in the things that do not matter, and that causes confusion and frustration. Whereas if we simple you know narrow down the focus and get really, really keen on the one or two, three things that are going to make a big difference in our business and just work on those, then we have the ability to make a huge amount of progress. I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because it's, uh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> um, so with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and um, call that uh, the session for today, and I'll close up. So I hope you all have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. That does it for today's show. If you enjoyed the podcast, do two things for me, please. One, subscribe to the Ideal Money Life podcast. And two, tell one person about the show. This is a labor of love for me, and I want to get the message to as many people as possible. Thank you for listening. Ideal Money Life podcasts are for general information purposes only and do not create a CPA, tax advisor, investment, or other professional relationship. You should consult your professional advisors before you apply anything you've learned from this podcast. Remember the wise words of Benjamin Franklin. Your net worth to the world is usually determined by what remains after your bad habits are subtracted from your good ones. Have a great day.